This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are back with the 317th episode of News Laundry Hafta. Thank you dear listeners for listening to us for so long and for your subscriptions and paying to keep news free. And I will once again begin by saying please pay to keep news free, subscribe to News Laundry so that we don't have to depend on advertisers and can do what we do unafraid and unconcerned of any commercial pushback from potential revenue sources like big advertisers. So before uh, Manisha takes us through the headlines, let me introduce the panel to you in office with me right now are Raman Kripal. Hi, sir. Hi. Mehraj. Hello. And Manisha Pandey. Hello. Joining us on the phone line is Raghu Karnad. Hi, Raghu. Hi, glad to be back. Yes, and wonderful to have you. Let me just remind our viewers about your many achievements and accomplishments lest they forget. Listeners. Did I say viewers? We are a podcast. Damn, I just, I just, the television is just injected into my veins, into my DNA. Yeah. So Raghu is actually a writer and a journalist and he's the author of Farthest Field, a story of India's Second World War. He's also the contributing editor at The Wire. His essays and articles have won international awards, including the Lorenzo Natali Journalism Prize in 2008, the Press Institute of India National Award for Reporting on the Victims of Armed Conflict in 2008 as well. And he also got a prize... Uh, from the inaugural Financial Times Bodley Head Essay Competition 2012. Congratulations. Uh, I remember that made a lot of news. Thanks. You don't have to read. You don't have to... to I, I'm sure your listeners will not... Uh, make much sense of this of any list of prizes so happy for you to just no but tell me about this essay my laurels no no but I read about this what was this about tell me this the essay competition this is this is an essay about traveling to Manipur and discovering an, a World War II history of India uh, which was buried in a place uh, it was like sort of discovering a, a place I didn't know about and the history I didn't know about which sort of overlapped and that became the foundation of my book I see and Raghu has also been the editor of Time Out Delhi and has written for The New Yorker The Atlantic Granta and The Guardian so thank you for making the time Raghu before we uh, get into the headlines just a little thing Raghu you got, you have done some amazing work on the coverage of the Delhi uh, riots yeah thanks but you aren't from Delhi, right? No, I'm I'm firmly a Bangalorean, and if any Hindi is forced out of me today, then you'll be able to tell. Right. But, and so that that kind of affects sadly a lot of my uh, a lot of my reporting scope. But I've lived, you know, I've lived in Delhi most of my adult life, and I edited a Delhi a Delhi focused magazine. And uh, and you're based right now. You're based out of Bangalore. Is that where you are now? No, I've moved back to Delhi. You moved back to Delhi. I see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to be discussing a lot of that because I know Raman sir's team has done uh, much work and you plan to continue doing a lot more work on... I, I know you have two reporters working on mm. the Delhi stories right now. Yes, they're in uh, Northeast Delhi right now as we speak. Oh, and and that is when? It is right now 3 o'clock, uh, the 25th of February, a Thursday. Uh, so that's the timestamp. Before we get into the discussion, Manisha, what are the headlines? Yes, a year has passed since the Delhi riots in the national capital's northeast region. Violent mobs went on a rampage for close to five days starting on February 23rd last year. This left about 53 people dead. We'll discuss today where we are now today politically and legally and what's happened to the cases. A Delhi court on Tuesday granted bail to climate activist Disha Ravi days after she was arrested from Bengaluru for uh, editing a social media document or a toolkit on farmers' protest. Co-accused in the Navdeep Kaur case, Shiv Kumar, has multiple injuries. This is from a medical report. The report speaks of multiple injuries, including at least two fractures on his left 
hand and right foot caused by blunt object and weapon and these injuries are more than 2 weeks old so said to have happened when he was in police custody in Sonipat jail Manipur journalists denied entry to state assembly to cover proceedings union cabinet approves president's rule in puducherry dissolves assembly kerala will withdraw cases lodged during sabrimala and anti citizenship act protest Patanjali Ayurved claimed that its coronal medicine received certification from Ayush Ministry according to some WHO certification scheme. You no, want to no, tell us? We'll okay. discuss this later. <laughs> you had a smile. There's too much. There's too much. Too we'll much discuss, discuss the details. Mehraj will give us the full context. And hmm. WHO has clarified that it hasn't reviewed or certified coronal for COVID-19 treatment. Meanwhile, the Indian Medical Association slammed Union Health Minister Harshvardhan for endorsing Patanjali's Divya coronal tablets. And the Delhi Medical Association issued a statement saying that the content of the press release is a baseless unauthorized illegal and defamatory for the clean and honest image of union ministry of union minister of health dr harshvardhan rising cases of coronavirus numbers in maharashtra and some other states show that we are still far away from attaining herd immunity levels at least in these states the uttar pradesh prohibition of unlawful religious conversion bill 2021 was passed after a voice vote in the state assembly the nagpur bench of the bombay high court on tuesday finally granted interim bail on medical grounds to 81 year old telugu poet activist varvara rao This is in connection to the 2016 Surajgarh iron ore mining arson case. Facebook has banned Myanmar military from its platform with immediate effect and Facebook has also lifted the ban on Australians viewing and sharing news on its platform. Petrol prices continue to increase. It's priced at rupees 90.93 per liter in Delhi. The rates have already surged past the 100 mark, rupees 100 mark in some states like Rajasthan and Madhya Pradesh. Meanwhile, Robert Wadra cycled to his office to protest against the fuel <laughs> price hike. Hmm. The Supreme Court on Tuesday took exception to a petitioner addressing the judges as "Your Honor," saying that this is something that is said in the U.S. courts, and in India we say "My Lords." So they said this and adjourned for the next two weeks. COVID vaccines from March for over sixty for people over sixty and those with and those over forty-five with comorbidities. The Supreme Court has denied one more chance to UPSC aspirants who exhausted last attempt in twenty twenty and has. dismissed the plea so 2020 basically rocked a lot of people's academic pursuits you know uh, abhinandan i wasn't actually i wasn't covering the riots per se and i was uh, on a sabbatical from the wire at that point but exactly a year ago since you pointed out that it's 3 pm right now i did jump on the metro <clears throat> i realized that that something was you know that that i had to go and see for myself what was going on because at this point the violence had been had been rolling on for nearly 48 hours i think so at this exact moment a year ago i got on the metro and uh, took the yellow and the red and the pink and so on and uh, got to jafrabad that evening and what was right in front of my eyes was 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 very clear and 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 very hard to things became ambiguous later i think under the force of the of the government pushback and the kind of the the godi media reporting was was so was 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 so driven that i even ended up sort of questioning what i had seen for my own eyes but on the evening of the 25th in 2020 when i got to jafrabad and i walked up to the loni border right in front of my eyes there were the raf had occupied sort of the main road where the ca protest had uh, had had been sited and which is the road that runs under the metro and up and down that road there were groups of uh, groups of people sitting out they were you know visibly from the hindu neighborhoods 
further up there were men you know there there were men with sticks there were there were men wearing tilaks with a lot of alcohol on their breath they were speaking with great confidence they were moving around freely and uh, and we sort of followed this uh, this this it was a very very obviously a very sinister uh, atmosphere because there was signs of of all of, of all of the previous days uh, violence and destruction all the all the way down the road you know shattered bricks and broken glass and uh, and fires still burning and by the time we reached we kept walking uh, i was actually with actually grouped up with a with some other reporters including one person from news laundry ayush uh, and we were just kind of just hanging together for a feeling of uh, of safety and by the time we reached an area which is called loni border which is sort of near a up police thana we stumbled onto something we really weren't expecting to see at that late point which was you know it was the evening of the 25th and the and the violence had started on the 23rd we just ran into um, into groups of men with masks who were setting fire to kind of jogi jopris in front of our you know pretty much in front of our eyes who were smashing vehicles and um and there were police standing there there were police with arms apparently at this point there were shoot on site orders in northeast delhi so uh so that tells you something about the validity of these shoot on site orders because in in another sense it would have been impossible to enforce those because it really felt like large numbers of men were were still freely moving around and they were setting fire to property and they were i mean it makes my blood run a bit cold to say this um on a public format but they were shouting jai shri ram hmm. and um and it was happening very plainly in front of my eyes it ended with that group of men with some of those men turning and advancing on us because we'd kind of gone to see if we could get anyone to make a comment we we were there to report so uh, we thought if we approach in a open manner they might tell us what their views on the situation were and what exactly they were choosing to burn at that moment but uh, they came at us shouting uh, something like media ho ya mulla ho and uh, and the police uh, underage that that we had kind of uh found and was standing with essentially told us that we'd better get out of there on our own similarly in the delhi riots case in one year what exactly the delhi police did they tried to rope in the jnu students the jamia students the ca shahin bagh sa- entire ca thingy and then they tried to link it with the trump arrival if when since the trump was arriving hmm. so all these in, people again, conspired again india in front ha, of a so global all these stage. people conspired hmm. now they don't have an iota of uh, yeah, you know in uh, evidence on this and i'm so so surprised i mean uh, disha ravi i must say is very lucky hmm. that her case went to that court hmm. but in other, the other names genuine uh, yes. student umar khaled umar khaled i mean what have they done the pinjatore girls it was, two of them the evidence was as sketchy but there they didn't get it a favorable it is so word. sketchy see the conspiracy is a very big thing very big word in conspiracy you need to establish at least the meeting of the minds meeting of the people nothing nothing so there are two aspects here one is this mainstreaming of these things like it no longer seems like it's out of the ordinary second thing related to this is the impunity for example i mean you have people who think if they allow this their careers will progress they'll get like whatever material benefits like in the judiciary you were just saying why don't they see the videos just last week this one delhi court uh, gave bail to three muslim men who were accused of killing another muslim during the riots we had done a story back in july and pretty much if you read this it's clear that they were framed right and ndtv had done a report on ravish kumar's show saying that he wasn't killed by the muslim mob he was killed by the hindu mob clearly it's clear police used that same video 
saying that no, it shows that Muslims killed him. The court judge saw that video. He said, "What the hell are you saying?" But the judge saw that video a year later. Yeah, this is clear that what, what the hell are you saying? It's not. I mean, they fired at him, and if you see the video, it's clear from there. No, in this case that Mehrad is talking about, Ravish team had given the full, you know, video, the entire video. The Delhi police chose just one part of it, and they skipped the other part. Mm. So that the other part, the judge. Got that video, and then he said, "Ki how can you give us half an evidence?" And they've, on that basis, they've just seen the part where he's walking down his with his friends who are helping him, like off hmm. the thing. So, oh, he's injured, and oh, these people are around him. So his friends only <laughs> killed him. Like, so when they want him. to do that, they can. The same judge who gave bail to Disharavi and made a huge speech, he is the same person who sent Safura Zagar to jail. She was pregnant. She was unwell. Sent her to jail and said, "No, there is conspiracy." And what he said is, "If you play with embers, you can't blame the wind for carrying them too far." Which is basically like saying, "Okay, hmm. they did some violence. It's fine." There's, there was even less evidence in that case. This is, you know, in the big picture, this is just my my kind of abiding thought, which is which which seems to be confirmed again and again. My takeaway about the riots is that uh, they were the unlikely. proof of the success of the anti ca protest now someone someone like aap whose birth was more in the rational scientific space non ideological and i still think the non ideological in the sense, but they've become non ideological in the sense that you know they, they, they go with the wind <laughs> yeah they, so now that is like for example contrary to popular belief it's not like there are a bunch of commies who will not say don't privatize anything if they think it's efficient they'll privatize everything if they think it's inefficient they'll bloody nationalize everything that I mean, they're not they're not from the washington consensus or the mao consensus that way it's an apolitical bunch but on this whole hindu thing now no one wants to mess with that vote because that vote has become so it has normalized vhp also so in that sense do you think it has shifted politics a combination of the riot this love jihad laws the legacy media that no no party like in the us i i personally believe that barack obama is a atheist you know like many others bill mark speculates that all the time i know for a fact that many people in aap are atheists but you can't win an election by not saying god bless the united states of america similarly have we entered the stage that you can't hope to uproot the bjp unless you also embrace a hanuman or a krishna or i mean it can't be ram so you have to do something else like you know mamta has to embrace her she's saying Ali. don't yeah if hindutva won't work then ethnicity regionalism will work is that the only break and that is the Rahul real politics shiv. no i think shiv i think the bjp's narrative at this point of time is extremely strong and there is no counter narrative you know that has come uh, there's nothing to counter it you know from the opposition parties of nothing strong that has come up so i don't think that uh, this is all pervasive uh, i feel that i mean if someone some strong leader political leader if he comes up with an alternative narrative things may improve but can a leader today stand up and say i don't believe in god and still win an election here i i, I mean i i believe that a few years ago it wouldn't have made such a big difference i think today it makes a big difference i don't think ever yeah i think we always i no i, I, I don't, don't think, think anyone had to say no one i had... i'm a ram bhakt or a durga bhakt or a I mean, anuman bhakt no one gave a shit no 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 i think religion has always been very important in indian politics everyone no, did indra gandhi was not religious at all and did not show it neither i mean she of well, course apparently rajiv and sonia went around to temples so and all that you go i mean you, you can't not go like let's not go let's not go that far which is these days i mean even i think that's a bit see that if you have any if you go to temple oh you went to temple yeah dude 
you know a lot of people do regular stuff it's like that essay you know coffee tea no, or but that's what i'm saying you can't be an atheist and you could never be an atheist and have no regard for god no, in no an one, election i i don't know if you know vp singh gave a shit about you know whether i believe in this god or that god or chandrashekar gave a shit or but they because, all went to the temple because the yeah, dominant show. narrative back then was something else i mean this wasn't all consuming but and this is where it gets tricky so if all of you are going to be like sort of this light version of bjp what are you offering the voters and why would somebody choose this like a sasta version of bjp rather than the real thing and before we discuss uh, bengal i just like to request all our listeners to do check out the nl sena project we have a nl sena project on news laundry we're developing an app because many of you have been complaining that you don't have an app and we should have a smooth absolutely flawless makhan malai type app the quotation for whatever was 15 lakh which is what we put on nl sena project we almost raised 6 we need you guys to step up and raise that other 9 but even in the last week when i put it the quotation has gone up to 17 this is acha mujhe ye nahi pata tha wo nahi pata tha so so i'm just saying so do check it out those of you who keep writing to me and often gaslighting kehte na when you make me feel guilty that's the new new age term that's the millennial word huh? be basically very... making me feel miserable about not giving guys an app because we can't afford it now's your time to step up and just contribute so we can have the app ready for all you guys yeah. let me let me also add my endorsement uh, from someone who's uh, technically affiliated with a rival website i'm also a news laundry subscriber and uh, i have to say that you guys um exceed my expectations with the kind of work you're doing the quality of it and the creativity of it in addition to the to the guts so hats off and i hope anyone who's listening to this takes my encouragement to uh, to toss a little more in the pot thank, thank you so much raghu so rather uncharacteristically these uh, ima they really went after them indian medical association indian medical association which is an association of doctors basically yes they called it a blatant lie the wa certification thing and about health minister being there they said being a health minister of the country how justified is it to release such falsely fabricated unscientific product to people of the whole country and how ethical was it to promote the product in unethical wrong and false ways i mean i haven't read such a strong statement from yeah. any of the hmm. these bodies in so a lot of the indian medical association. Association quite, who said yet quite surprising. I mean, know. IMA used to be a very very dubious. And what the this whole uh, WHO thing is? I mean, Baba Ramdev he went on uh, Deepak Chaurasia's show and he actually said that a WHO team came to our whatever oh, company and stuff, and they gave us a certificate. When this whole thing blew up, the Bal- Acharya Balakrishna he said that was not the case. What happened is the certificate was given by the DGCA, which is the Indian regulatory authority, and they. obviously whenever they give such a certificate it's according to who guidelines so that is what happened even and if you look wow. at the dgca certificate you will see the dga certificate will be altogether different not endorsing the medicine hmm. it will be something else that it has Ki, that it won't kill you so, it's uh, a genuinely <laughs> you can poison. you can have it as a mithai like homeopathy medicine that i used to have as a child <laughs> it was so sweet i used to yes, keep yes. pelowing them no but this is i mean this isn't just a matter of like humor by the way first delhi medical association they couldn't stomach what the im 
they said uh-huh. and they said uh, the indian medical association they accused them of defaming and making baseless comments against harshwardhan they said they have uh, harshwardhan did not promote the drug but only focused on making ayurveda scientific evidence based medical system that can complement the other systems of medicine including the modern system of medicine and this is the kick- kicker hmm. ima has absolutely no business to question the methodology of a trial on of an ayurvedic drug this is where it gets very dangerous so we had a piece uh, by jami who's our uh, health sort of columnist he explains how this whole uh, trial they were promoting saying this is the evidence we have is basically very dubious i mean i'm using dubious as a in a very charitable way it's really really badly of i mean it's very technical if you want to read it see the arguments please go to newslaundry.com and just read that and while you are there obviously just hit on that subscribe, subscribe button, button. Well done. and we have another piece going up as we speak it's being edited it'll be up soon by ronak who writes uh, medical stuff for us so apparently since october 2020 patanjali has sold 85 lakh units of corona wow Wow. wow. Oh my god. See, I mean we can laugh about it and, and whatever. And look like uh, you were saying that he went to Deepak Chaurasia's show yeah. and said all this. Now Deepak Chaurasia next is not going to say oh sorry that was a Deepak Chaurasia started yeah. the conversation saying oh this is the when first great WHO launched, medicine. Everyone from Aaj tak I know Anjana you know everyone from this Rahul Shankar Navika all these guys were just touting it as cure. That a cure has come out of India. So Now, people are going to buy it. Baba Ramdev is an entrepreneur. I mean, he is the like when you know Narendra Modi says that we need Indian entrepreneurs to go world. We need you know why other you know other nations have you know a Steve Jobs to look up to or maybe a Bill Gates or an Elon Musk or okay Australia. I mean, even a Murdoch. Yeah, जो भी है. Who are you put, propping up? You're propping up this guy, Ramdev. Tomorrow, if let's say another entrepreneur, let's take. someone who is benign who is doing something that is not related politically let's say bikaner wala sweets you know he has done so many he is like the indian version of mcdonalds uske sath baith ke bolo ji ye chaat papdi bahut badhiya bana rahe hain aao gadkari on one side harshvardhan will he, will he sit i mean i mean even he is an entrepreneur that is worth emulating unless he dons a... is not a, unless he says that this is the modi part no part also if he dons a saffron robe or something yeah, and so yeah. i just think the damage this does is not obvious in excel sheets on day 1 but it is significant for a generation because the congress mm-hmm. said that this man modi is so vain that he is renaming he is replacing sardar sardar vallabhbhai patel's name with his name that's the height of anti and patel is the crutch that they are you know hobbling along on so bjp came back and said we have not only renamed the stadium the entire complex will still be called sardar vallabhbhai patel sports complex i'll just confirm and there are two ends and you know those of you who watch cricket you know there's the whatever i don't know lords what are the two ends does anybody know anything about cricket are we lords, like that so pathetic a table that no one knows anything two ends basically is one is the usually where the players sit it's one a pavilion end and one khade end say but whatever one is gavaskar end and so basically whatever is at that end yeah that, that, that where the bowler bowls, bowls from, from. Yeah. now so, it's significant you have two ends so now we have adani <laughs> one is the adani end and one is the reliance end in the narendra modi stadium I'm just saying that this is a. It's perfect. It's perfect, and yet no one has been able to go anywhere with it with the opposition. I mean, that's that's the India as it is right now in one screenshot. <laughs> it is exactly so perfect. Yeah. You just need Ramdev sort of, uh, you know, in in one of the corners and uh, the the the, the Ramdev the, the Patanjali Sixer Trophy. But just. to get the fact straight that the sports enclave it's not called a sports complex it's called a sports enclave it has an olympic sized swimming pool a squash arena badminton and a squash etc 
and the amount that ambani and adani have paid for these corporate boxes is 250 crores plus gst for 25 years that is something man all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.